Hello, I am so thrilled you're here. I'm Chris Rice, empowerment coach and founder of the Chris Rice Collective. I provide soul care for mamas raising kids with mental health challenges. Imagine creating freedom, clarity, and ease in your life, even in the midst of chaos. That's where I come in. Thank you for giving yourself this time today. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hello, welcome to Mama Soul Care. So usually I come your way on Wednesdays, but you know what? Yesterday was not the day. <laughs> and it's actually funny. I love when these synchronicities, um, they just tie together. And so yesterday I couldn't come this way because it simply wasn't in me. And I needed to honor that and be with that. Um, we sometimes have days where we just need to give mental health days in our house and that was what it was yesterday. And so I'm here today and my topic to dig into is when motherhood feels suffocating. Not gonna lie, motherhood felt suffocating yesterday and I didn't even remember that that was my topic for today. So I love these tie-ins and hopefully this is greeting you right where you need to be too. So. What I want to dig into today is another chapter from my Unstuck book. So as a little reminder as we get started here, my Unstuck book is totally free and it's in my bio link. So a lot of the stories and the ideas that I've been sharing in these last Mama Soul Cares have been right from the book because I want you to kind of hear it live and how it's applying in my life now, but also how that shaped how I got here. So this is a good one because I think whether you are navigating mental health struggles for yourself or with your child or another family member, whether you're in that space or it's just motherhood in general, like it can feel suffocating and nobody talks about it. And that needs to stop because as you'll hear in the story that I want to share with you today, there, it took me so long to realize it wasn't just me that felt like this. And so if you felt that way too, and you're beating yourself up over these judgy thoughts over it's all too much, you're not alone. And that's what I want to share with you today. So when I think back to when I kind of first put these pieces together, my kids were really young. So my two little girls were probably one in four thereabouts and I just remember so <laughs> they're now almost 10 and 7 so this was a while ago very pre-pandemic when we would have gatherings of people and it was our old normal right so when that was the case I just remember every single time that it was a gathering with friends for everyone else it seemed to me that it was a joyous time and a time to be able to come together and have so much fun and camaraderie. And it never felt like that to me. And the reason that it didn't was because the anxiety for, especially my older daughter, of being with a group of people, not knowing what to expect, loud noises, lots of unexpected things, was all too much. And so her reaction to that as a little being, and honestly still today, was to cling to me as tightly as possible. So I'd go into these gatherings with my relentless optimism, as I like to say. Um, I definitely have an optimistic outlook on 
most things and I'm thankful for that because I do think that it lets me see things through a certain lens until I'm proved otherwise. But here's the deal, like that crushing need from other people broke down my optimism real fast every single time. So every time we would go to a gathering, I would think, okay, today is gonna be different. Like, this is gonna be awesome. My kids are gonna go play. I'm gonna be able to be with the adults. We're just gonna have a good time. And mind you, this was like the same people we were getting together with every time. This was not like we have this like massive group of people. Um, but every time it was the same thing. And we'd go into any type of gathering that was beyond her very tight level of comfort. And she was like a barnacle. Like I joke that if she could crawl back inside me, she would. And that's what it feels like when we go into these situations. When she doesn't feel comfortable, she clings to my side. At the time she would like want to be held. She would always say that she wanted an uppy. So uppy meant that she would hold on to me, I needed to carry her, I needed to hold her, and she just had to be as close as possible to me. And that's fine for a little while until it's not. And you're like, dude, I'm like sweating because I am holding a 40 pound child. I am, oh, oh no. Um, you know, it's all too much. And that's when it went from being like, oh, there's just a few like she needs a little extra to this is suffocating to me and so that shift was something that took a long time to acknowledge because I felt so riddled in judgment for it because I felt like I wanted to be a mom all my life I was just somebody who I knew that that was something that was important to me and um Sorry, I was distracted there for a second. So it was something that I really wanted to lose the judgment on and be able to instead witness my own feelings. Because here's the deal. I give everything I can to my kids and to my family every single day. I give all of the compassion and grace and love that I can. I pour that into them. But in these moments, what I realized was it was okay to feel overwhelmed. It was okay that I felt like this was too much for me. What felt good to her and what felt comforting to her was just burying me. And so it took me a long time to be okay saying that because it doesn't sound like something you want to say out loud. And as much as I wish that somebody would have probably noticed what was going on or said, hey, Chris, are you okay? Like, do you want me to hold her for a minute? Or, you know, acknowledge it. But those aren't the things that we ask because it's uncomfortable and we don't really know what to do with that. And so I just want to share that story with you because I think in this pandemic living, like I said, that was like four years ago, but now, those same feelings of suffocation can come up because we're in this tight little incubator of a life right now. And what I want to remind you of is it is okay for that to feel like too much. It's okay to say, hey, what feels good to my child may or may not be okay for me. Or maybe there's like a happy in between. And I think that there's true courage in really witnessing those feelings for yourself 
and figuring out what boundaries can look like around that because there's always a solution. There's always support that can go around that. If you're brave enough to just say, hey, you know what, this is a lot and this is more than I can do. So what can I do instead? And that doesn't have to be at detriment to someone else, but it certainly doesn't have to continue to be of detriment to yourself. So what I really wanna share with you today is the reminder that you are truly worthy of the same compassion and love and grace and ease that you give to everyone else all the time, you're worthy of that same thing. So somewhere there's always a meet in the middle. And I really think that if we're able to witness our feelings, sit with that and acknowledge it, let go of the judgment, and really give ourselves that same compassion that we give to others, that's when everything changes. Because we've listened to our own intuition and we can find what support is available from there. So I always love to give a next step or you know something that we can put into practice in our daily life, and that's it. It's those simple, simple steps, but the more you practice it, the more grounded you feel, the more supported you feel, so the better able you're able to show up for others. So just to like recap those couple little steps is when you are feeling suffocated, overwhelmed, it's all too much, sit there and witness those feelings. Don't bury them down. Believe me, I buried them down for like 40 years. So I know what that feels like and I know it feels easier at the time, but there's incredible power in feeling that so that you can move forward. So witness your feelings is step number one and then giving yourself compassion and really that will inherently release the judgment. And then number three is the reminder that it is okay to say that you're not okay and to really just accept the support that will inherently come your way. And so I hope that this supports you. Like I said, it, I find it really interesting how the story from multiple years ago has shift and morphed, but is still so relevant for me today. You know, when we were needing to give my daughter her mental health day yesterday, there were definitely times when I just felt overwhelmed and suffocated by it for a working mom to try and juggle her needs, my needs, and all of the things. It's a lot. And so whether you again are dealing with a child who has mental health struggles or it's just a challenging day we all feel overwhelmed and suffocated at times but we don't have to stay there and that's the beauty of it so i hope that this hit home for you thank you for your loving comments of saying that it is i really appreciate that um if it does hit home two things number one go download my unstuck ebook totally free. You can either read it. It's a beautiful PDF, or you can also listen to the audio. I read it. And then secondly, share this, share it to your stories. You never know who needs to hear this message. So if it hit home for you, you never know how it will hit home for someone else. So thank you for your time today. I truly appreciate it. And I will look forward to seeing you next week on Mama's Soul Care and take care until then. Thank you for listening. If you're curious to learn more about the Chris Rice Collective and how I can partner with you to create freedom, calm, and clarity in your life, visit chrisricecollective.com. 
Here you can discover more about my coaching programs, membership community, and curated content to support your motherhood journey. I look forward to connecting with you soon.